I feel very disrespected by the lack of Sonic 06, but, you know, whatever. People just don't Fuck understand. <laughs> People just don't understand how great of a game Sonic 06 is. But um, the amount you talk about that and the amount you talk about Mass Effect, it's no wonder that people don't really take your opinion seriously. <laughs> you know, that's a good thing, though. I don't want them to take me seriously. <laughs> that means I can just say more dumb shit. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome into Lighthearted Gamers, episode 60. I'm Alex Light with Sparky 3. Hope you're having an incredible day. Whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast or our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky 3. Give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend that you're watching or listening on whatever platform you're on, on the 60,000 platforms that we are currently on. Uh, well, it's that time again, boys. It, yeah, I mean, we should have seen it coming. It's already back in the headlines. More Switch Pro bullshit that we got to talk about here today. We also have a pretty interesting topic that was kind of popping out this past week involving just uh, exclusives in gaming. The conversation point was all based around Bayonetta 3 and Platinum Games, so we're going to be talking about that here in a little bit. And we'll also kind of joke about and talk about uh, the IGN best video game of all time, then a couple other topics here and there involving like Pokemon Unite, what we've been up to, and more. Uh, Joining with me, as always, we've got Zach here in studio. Zach, buddy, how you feeling today? I'm doing good. Another thing. Do we really have to talk about the Switch Pro stuff, though? Yeah. Do we? It's that time again. I mean... No. Look, I already made the thumbnail. We're talking about it. <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs> and then coming in for this episode, we do have John back in studio. John, buddy, how you feeling, man? I'm doing all right. Switch Pro News seems like every, what, couple months you're talking about it again? Probably yeah. every every month. I'd say like every month. Like once a month sometime, something will pop out. Okay, something will pop out that will be a conversation point. I mean, it's more consistent to expect Switch Pro News over that direct that no one... Was it, everyone hoped it was going to happen, but at some point, people started worrying, is it going to happen? <laughs> is it coming? I mean, is it? Hey, it came, and sooner or later, the Switch Pro will come. It won't be the Switch Pro. It'll be like the Super Nintendo Revolution NX Switch, something like that. I don't know. Uh, but if you could, go follow us at Twitter, at Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate that. You can also check out my other podcast, Animan Plus, and a terrible football show. And hey, we got two new shows that should be launching like within the next couple weeks. We have Talking About Movies and Stuff and Spark Park. Spark Park, our Shoot the Shit podcast. Spark Park episode one will feature the three of us and our boy Diaz, who was on Animan Plus episode 50. So get excited for that. If you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do so. But don't feel obligated, though. Just be a friend, tell a friend that you listen to the show, and we can call it good. All right, well, let's go ahead and kind of get into it. Uh, the first thing that I'd like to go ahead and say is that we did get the official announcement for the Game Awards uh, that will be on December 9th on a Thursday. Uh, we did do a live stream from my Twitch channel last year for it. Uh, this time, we are going to be doing a live stream right here at our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sparky3. So get excited for that. That I'm, I'm, I'm really wanting this this show to be a, a big show. You know, you know, we'll, we'll three be on there. I'm going to try to get, like, a m- multiple people, like, calling in, kind of coming in and guesting and reacting to the trailers and the awards and stuff. And i got to say, I'm, I'm really excited for the nominees because there's one thing that I'm really looking for, just out of some shit chance, if Cyberpunk gets on for Game of the Year, I'm going to lose my mind. Not, like, in a good way, because while I do enjoy the game, it obviously does not wor- it's not worth that. But I just imagine the shitstorm that's going to come out on social media if that gets put in, and obviously something gets shafted because of it. So, But the Game Awards is going to be a fantastic time. Um, 
it always has some fucking bomb ass trailers. I mean, last year we had Mass Effect, of course, big reveal there, more look at like Dragon Age and stuff. And then, of course, if you remember a couple of years ago, it did have the Xbox Series reveal at Game Awards. Game Awards being Jeff Keighley's biggest show by far, his most successful. So, really excited for that one. Quick uh, question, real quick. Are you just obligated to bring up Mass Effect like at least once every other show? <laughs> it's funny. I'm glad you said every other show because last episode, I think I actually missed it. I think I actually missed it. <laughs> you last did. Yeah. I wasn't going to mention it. But then again, Game Awards is also a thing where we saw a bunch of trailers and we've heard back from maybe two. Yep, two. That's it. It'll probably be the same thing. I don't know. I would definitely expect probably Dragon Age to be there, though. I don't expect anything to be there. Oh, don't be like that. I, I think Dragon Age will probably be there. I, I think it's about time. I'm, I'm feeling it like it's about, probably about time for a Dragon Age update, at least in my mind. Uh, before we actually get started, uh, boys, you got anything you guys want to talk about? Oh, we had the Nintendo 64 25th anniversary this month. Shout out to that. Um, what was you guys' uh, favorite N64 game? Mine was probably just Conker's Bad for a day. I dumped a lot of hours in that fucking game. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. 2002. I respect that. Um, honestly, I think it would be either Mario Party 3 or Pokemon Stadium. Mario Party 3 was really good. Uh, very, very underrated because everyone's like all gung-ho about Mario Party 2. Yeah. You know, so Mario Party 3 was definitely, uh, definitely like overshadowed because of that. Mario Party 3 was great because that was the introduction of uh, Waluigi. Yes. Yeah. It had a lot of fun minigames too, which I'm hoping to see some come back in the Mario Party All-Star yeah, super, I'm, I'm really pumped for that game because I know one thing I saw in a recent trailer for uh, that that I did know I did not know was going to be on there because the way they've kind of marketed this game is like stuff from the N64 era. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's how they've marketed. But I did see they had pushy penguins that's going to be on the game, and I love that mini game. That's from Mario Party Five. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to be a mix of just from all the Mario Parties of the past, just right. the all-star mini-games and maps and whatnot. Yep. It's just, I think, Nostalgia Factor hit a lot of the N64 stuff. Yeah, true. I'm really I'm really pumped to get that. We actually have a pretty good month of gaming because we have, you know, you guys have Back for Blood coming out soon. Uh, Far Cry 6, if anyone remembers, that's coming out. Uh, Metroid Dread, of course. Guardians of the Galaxy, the Mario Party. We've got a pretty good month of gaming um, here, here for October. Uh, and just hit a couple days ago, a uh, new world came out yeah, i just yeah. i just thought about this again because i looked at it earlier it's one of the only games in a while to compete with uh csgo for concurrent player count on steam yeah what was the numbers like i don't remember uh i think it's the highest i've seen around it has been around like concurrent players eight hundred and sixty thousand in our like just on in where it shows for us right uh which not many games make it up to the top of that list. And it's it's been swapping, like, peak players and concurrent players, the number one and two slot, 24 hours a day so far. Right. Um, I, did, I did see that it kind of had a little bit of a messy launch with servers. I did see that. Uh, but besides that, you know, I've seen the same numbers that you have where it's just like the game's apparently popping off, doing pretty well. Um, which is a good thing because, I mean, as we've talked about before leading up to this game, Amazon really needed to have some sort of success with this because it's just like they have the new CEO who was unsure if he's even going to keep Amazon Game Studios because, I mean, Crucible already flopped before it ever really took off running. So this was kind of like, eh, kind of a hit or it's kind of like a hit or or dead sort of situation. So, I mean, at least it's having some success. I haven't actually seen a whole lot of ratings on all I've seen is the player counts. 
Yeah, I've I've watched minimal gameplay on it so far. It's something I'm, I figured a week. I was going to let it sit like a week or two, go in, check, see how people are enjoying it. Uh, seems to be like a very heavy grind game. Yeah. For the most part, which, I mean, if you occasionally, I'm, I'm down for that. I mean, sit down, get a couple hours, don't feel like doing a whole lot, just run around and grind out. I will say, you know, because they had the, the the beta and, you know, the closed beta and the open beta and stuff. And now, granted, don't get me wrong, I do understand it's because of other issues that has transpired. But over, like, this past year, uh, especially these past few months, I've seen a lot of very popular WoW streamers already ready, getting ready to make the jump over to New World. Because I know a lot of them's also made the jump over to, like, Final Fantasy 15, or is it 14? 14. 14, thank you. 14, yeah. Uh, so, you know, that that's one thing that I have seen pretty consistently is a lot of streamers were already getting on board with the New World bandwagon as well as the Final Fantasy one kind of leaving WoW, which, you know, when it comes to leaving WoW, you know, obviously there are other issues that would prompt players to potentially leave. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's one thing I've definitely seen is that a lot – it's getting a lot of good backing from, you know, popular content creators. No, I did see an interesting article just this morning is apparently players are killing their characters off to be able to fast travel more quickly. Because I guess because it's apparently easier to travel around in ghost form than however fast travels they have mechanically already. Hey man, I, I got to get over to that other city real quick. Let me go. Let me go kill myself real fast. <laughs> That's one way to do it, I guess. Shit. Okay. Well, John, if you end up uh, if you end up playing New World, let me know. We can get you on the show and talk about it. Because uh, I know you probably won't play it, Zach. You're not a big MMO guy, right? I mean, I used to be. I've just sort of burned myself out on them. See, I've never gotten into them. You know, I've tried a couple, you know, but I've I've, just, I've never gotten into it. I, I'm thinking sooner or later there will be one that comes out that will pull me in. And personally, I've been betting that it'll probably be Ashes of Creation. Ashes of Creation looks awesome. Um, so I've been kind of thinking that could be the one for me. Have you heard anything more from that at all? I mean, I follow all the updates they've been posting on Twitter. They've been kind of silent here recently, but I know they, they had a uh, closed alpha uh, about, I think, two months ago that uh, you know was overall, I think, done pretty well. Um, but, you know, Ashes of Creation is something I'm still keeping my eye on. Really oh, awesome. speaking of games with freaking uh, random betas, closed betas, did you know there's a um, Konami game called Crime Sight? No, I've never heard of that. Okay, so neither had I. Okay. And I'm super want to mess with this game now after seeing it. What it is, it's a, it's a up two to four players, one versus uh, either one other person or up to three people, where it's pretty much a more intense clue. Oh. Because you have a bunch of AI characters running around, and one person is working with a virtual Moriarty, and the other three are working with a Sherlock Holmes. Moriarty's trying to get a specific AI armed with a weapon, and in the same room as the person they're supposed to kill, and everyone else is trying to figure out which of these AI characters is the murderer, and who are they trying to murder. And it's set, oh, that sounds interesting. And it's set up in a phase of uh, day and night, and each turn, e- players are able to can move certain, uh, move the characters so many times. Each player has so many moves, and the regular players first. I don't. I only got a real Reddit because it had an open beta back in um, June to. Uh, September, um, and 
what I got from it is the players who are working with uh, the Sherlock Holmes can move the characters. The person who's playing Moriarty can also interact with the characters, but um, a little bit differently. I, it didn't really specify whether he can move them as well, but he can cause them to do actions whenever they're moved around and whatnot. So it's a weird game of solve the mystery and cause the murder. Huh, that actually sounds pretty dope, honestly. And, and you said uh, it was in that uh, closed beta that was this year, or did, you, did, you, did I hear you say that was last year that was in the beta? I was think, I'm thinking it was last year. Okay, so is that this game potentially out, or is it still being worked on? It's still being worked on, because oh, okay. I only okay. found out about it when uh, Steam was having a uh, Konami sale of sorts and was showing off, and it just it was in there. I was like, what the heck is this? Right. I may have to. I may have to go look into that as well. Yeah, it is on. It is on Steam page, so it's interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull that up I'm on my phone here. I'm gonna get that get that uh, marked for me. Uh, I, I do have one thing that I want to I want to throw out there and talk about. That's kind of funny. Um, you know, so I'm still wor- working on my my thir- my Red Dead playthrough right now. I haven't had a chance to play it all this week. I've been very busy outside of podcasting and whatever. I've got to play like almost no games aside some Unite with John last night and a little bit of Red Dead earlier. So I played about two hours of Red Dead earlier and made literally zero progress because here's what happened. So I get in, I, I'm in the Shady Bell parts. I'm in Saint Denis. So I go over to Saint Denis and I start just hitting some like stranger missions. Right? You meet the professor over at the little pond. I do that mission. Okay. I go do the brother Dorkin's mission where you know you meet sister whatever okay cool and then I go to the Mary Litton mission which if you've done that you know that's a good like 15-20 minutes unless you want to be an asshat then it's obviously shorter but I'm not trying to be an asshat I'm going to the theater with and everything so during all that I also bought a new horse you know I bought like the fancy black horse it's $800 it's an elite handling horse whatever I'm like okay dope I was like let's let's work up the, the bonding so I was like let's go on an adventure let's go riding I haven't been up to you know Annisburg yet let's go up there so I'm riding along up there I save a couple people whatever come along you know I, after saving someone and there's a body hanging from a tree so I just kind of stop it's up there in front of me I'm like alright well let me go ahead and get my gun now i know what's gonna happen here i'm about to get jumped by these these rednecks in the woods i forgot their name uh the, the main like group of antagonists that's all up in that area so i'll get close to the body sure enough there comes three of them kill them real quick whatever i go forward a couple more steps there's a house right there and all of a sudden i start hearing someone like call for help so naturally i'm just like all right let's go let's go help right let's go help and see what's going on so i go over i have my gun i'm running it sounds like there's like a fight going on in there i'm like all right i'm going to go help these people I'll go help this guy as soon as i get on the fucking step this son of a bitch steps out and just shotguns me in the face immediately it was in the matter of like 2 seconds i'm dead done come back it's like oh mine is 150 bucks i'm like well that's fucking great just lost 150 dollars for in 2 seconds cool so i'm still going around you know still just riding around you know just checking out some cool stuff little easter egg things whatever and uh then all of a sudden that same group of people but that guess what this time it wasn't three of them guess what it was like 15 and they just all come swarming out of nowhere killed my brand new fucking horse that i just bought for 800 damn dollars killed me lost another 150 and i, I tried reloading the auto save because i didn't want my horse to be dead well the auto save is right you know after i died so i, I sat there i'm like I guess I'm just going to reload to before I did everything. So I, I basically essentially wasted two hours. Yes, you just got <laughs> time mugged by the AI. Damn it, man. You're Damn the, it. You're the guy in the horror movie that nobody ever thinks 
is going to make it because you hear screaming in a creepy old house after seeing a body <laughs> hug up, and your first thought is, yeah, let's go in there. I was wanting to help them. And that's what gets you killed. <laughs> yeah, you know what doesn't get you killed? You go, that's a problem for someone else. I'm going to keep going on my adventure. Well, see, I obviously I did that the second time, but then I get jumped by 15 of these guys. Literally, no shit. Like, it's like one stepped out in front of the road. I'm like, okay, let's kill you real quick. Then there's one, like, right beside my horse. I'm like, man, fuck off. Get off me. And then all of a sudden, they just call swarming. I see my radar, red dots everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They shot my horse. So the horse, like, kicks me off, and it's down on the ground dying. I'm trying to use a horse reviver on it, but meanwhile, I'm getting shot in the head. It was a terrible time. They man. knew you were a punk bitch. It was a bad time. It was, and as soon as like that, I realized that hey, if I wanted to like not lose all like a thousand fucking dollars essentially between two deaths and my horse, I had to basically re- as soon as I, I realized that I'm just like, all right, well I'm gonna go work on podcast stuff again. I'm not gonna play this for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, before we jump into stuff, uh, you guys want to shout any last things out? We good to go? You guys feeling good about it? I think I'm good to go. Yeah, I just wanted to double because I'm not sure who what publisher I said because I've just. Had an epiphany about crime site. It's you Kon- said, yeah, you said Konami. Okay, cool. I yeah. said the right name though. Yeah, you said Konami, which we are about to talk about. So kind of a, kind of a good conversation point there. Um, so in the room, uh, we have one thing that has like really no actual backing. That is uh, Hogwarts Legacy is apparently going to be at the Game Awards, which if it is, that's not necessarily horribly surprising, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, some news that we do have. That is pretty interesting. We have a couple different pieces here in the room mill that's all, you know, got some pretty notable backing here. So the first one that we have up is uh, this from uh, Jeff Grum, uh, that apparently Xbox is testing out partnerships with Crystal Dynamics, uh, IO Interactive, and Avalanche to see if they'll be a good fit for Xbox Game Studios for purchase. Uh, They're not necessarily ready to go right now. And of course, we've already talked about and speculated a a potential purchase to come, which, you know, the more I think, the more I've thought about it, I think it is going to be Ubisoft. The more I've thought about it after our conversation, I really do think it's going to be potentially be Ubisoft. I, I really do. Um, you know what it's actually going to be? Hmm. It's going to be Xbox with a big-ass box in front of their office and see what pops out. Nah, it's just the mystery box. It's just that's that's what it is. It's the mystery box. You never know who it could be. Anyone, um, but it would be interesting to see if any of these would be purchased. I do know one of these. I think is actually currently owned by uh, EA. I think so. You would they would essentially be just pulling them out from under their rug, which is they can do. I did come across some other situations where that's been done in the past. Um, now from uh, Tom Henderson, he is saying that the uh, Twisted Metal reboot that we've kind of plugged before is set to be head by the Destruction All Star Studio. The Destruction All Stars, of course, being that game that was supposed to launch with the PS5 at $70, and they said, no, we probably better not do that and just put it part of PlayStation now in February, or PlayStation Plus, and I don't think anyone plays that game at this point. Um, But apparently that studio is set to uh, lead the Twisted Metal series, which will launch alongside of a Twisted Metal TV series. That estimated release is 2023. Now, involving Konami, so this this actually made a lot of waves this week. (laughs) Actually... And this brings up a question. This brings up a damn question that we've had for quite some time this year. This is per multiple sources. VGC, Gamatsu, uh, some of these insiders like Andy Robinson, tons of insiders have talked about this. Where Konami is working to bring back Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, and Silent Hill. Virtuous Studios is reportedly heading a... either. I've seen two different things. I don't know which one it is. I've seen a Metal Gear Solid um, 3 remake, and I've also seen a Metal Gear... Is it called Vengeance? Is that the one that came out like 360? You guys know? Uh, no, I have no idea. 
I think it's vengeance, or you uh, you don't play you don't play a snake in this one. Um, oh yeah, no, uh, vengeance rising where you play yes. as the katana samurai. Yes, that or one. cybernetic samurai. Yeah, yeah, that one. So I've seen that this studio is either doing the Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater remake or the Vengeance Rising up up in, on a new console. So I've seen one of the two. I don't know which one, but I've I also mean for Vengeance Man, get all those watermelon cutting videos again. Oh hell yeah! Um, but I have also seen that all of the old ones are set to kind of like be ported up as well to modern consoles, which would be a good thing because you can't really get those anymore besides like what, going back to PS3, I think it would probably be the best way to get the original three at this yeah. point. I don't think, yeah, I think that's probably the, really the only way. I know involving um, the Castlevania, apparently they're reimagining the franchise, which uh, might be needed at this point with how long that franchise has kind of been dead for the most part. Um, but now here's the interesting thing that does bring up a question. This, this one is for, uh, from Gamatsu. Apparently the new Silent Hill is being worked on from Kojima and Sony's funding it. So now the question's back. Is Blue Box actually fucking Kojima? Is Abandoned actually Silent Hill like we fucking speculated? Because, I mean, Gamatsu was the first one that reported this, and I started seeing a lot more reports saying that, yes, Silent Hill is being worked on by Kojima Productions, and Sony is the one funding it. When it comes for uh, comes to Kojo, uh, Kojima's um, Xbox deal that he signed, there there was no non-compete clause. It was just he's in, in intent to work with Xbox on a game, but he can still go do whatever he wants, which... Kojima, that's kind of that's kind of his thing. So that does bring back the question: Is Blue Box Studios just actually Kojima? They've been silent for a while. They've been very silent, you know, ever since the shit show that that was in that interview yeah. that we talked about. But that question is brought back up now. I so cannot believe you're still on about this. I I was dropping it until this popped out. You were just waiting for any little crumb that you could connect back to it. That's all I'm, you were doing. And you know, the worst part is I'm not even a Silent Hill fan. I'm not going to play this game probably. Like, that's the worst. But if it is just Silent Hill, you know, and it's not whatever, you know, if it, like, let's say Abandon is actually some original up game, it's called whatever it is, like, you know, that I will play. Me and Zach already agreed to it that we don't have much choice at this moment. But if it's just a Silent Hill, I'm probably not going to fucking play it. I don't, I'm not a Silent Hill guy, but I'm just so, I'm too invested at this point. I'm too far down the rabbit hole. I can't back out now. So, yeah, you're right. The moment I found a crumb, I was like, let's get back on the hunt. I was about to say, John, you know his setup in his office room? I just picture one of those screens has some algorithm, this, any kind of news <laughs> that Kojima, <laughs> Blue Box related, just sets off an alarm and all those lights on us just start freaking going off. Yeah, whenever we come over, he actually just closes everything down and makes it look like he was doing podcast stuff. You're right, I do. <laughs> you caught me fucking red-handed, man. No, that is 100% accurate. I'm just too far down the rabbit hole. But uh, I don't know, with all the, with all the news with Konami, I mean... I, it, I mean, it's good to show that, hey, we we actually want to get back into doing video games. You know what I mean? Because before, what have they done at this point? Just slot machines? Is that where they just kind of focus a lot of their money at right now? And then mobile games, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's all they've done. So, I mean, if, they, if at least they're finally stepping back up to kind of work on remaking some of these blowed franchises. And you know one thing, because uh, I know when we've talked about this before, Zach, you're the one that pointed this out, where, you know, Kojima and Konami didn't really leave on good terms. Not really. So the fact that if this is true and they're working together again, I mean, hey, shout out to bear, bearing the hatchet, you know, and getting back on track with what I'm assuming PT was going to be, obviously. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that's that's some interesting rumors. We'll we'll see if more actually comes out of it. Um, some other news that actually went on this past week is the Blue Point uh, Games purchase was finally 
officially announced to the public. Uh, this is one that was accidentally leaked by Sony Japan when they purchased Housemark, I think is what it mm-hmm. was. So that is official. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is set to come to PC on Steam in January, January 12th. Uh, a demo is coming out in October, actually, if you want to try it out. We did get a little little tidbit on Spider-Man 2 that was actually pretty cool. Uh, that Spider-Man 2 is set to be darker than the first game. Kind of, I would, I would hope so. Uh, Marvel Games head Bill Roseman recently said that uh, if the Spider-Man game was our Star Wars, Spider-Man 2 is our is basically our version of the of Empire Strikes Back. Uh, so that's how they're kind of taking the approach to the game. Says that it gets a little darker. Uh, so that's something that I'm personally really excited for. With Venom being involved and some of the other potential tones to be involved, especially with like some loose ends that we have from the first game, I would hope it's going to get darker. And I'm here for that. I'm I'm very ready for this game. With him just saying that just makes me think you get to play as Venom and just eat a bunch of people. You know, I, I stone cold think that's probably going to th- be a thing. <laughs> I really do. Does uh, you know? Because I know uh, with uh, Ultimate Spider-Man playing as Venom, you just get to go around and, and absorb people. Like you didn't like bite their head off, like from the Venom movie or anything. You just threw, you, a bunch of tentacles, tentacles came out and you sucked them into your body. That was it. They were done. So I, I'm thinking something like that. But you literally like just actually murder people. I mean, that'd, that'd be pretty legit. Uh, now we also did see some writings come online for the GTA trilogy, the definitive edition, um, that the projected release is actually set to be in November. I know there was some kind of talks that it was going to potentially be pushed back to next year, but these, uh, these writings, they, you know, once the, once the writing surfaced online, not far behind is the actual announcement. I mean, we, just, we recently just saw that with Castlevania Advance Collection. Uh, those writings surfaced in Australia, and then obviously not long after in the Nintendo Direct, they were announced. Uh, but that all the way, uh, let's actually get over to some conversation points. Uh, where do you boys want to start? I don't care. Where, where do we, where, where, where do we want to start at this week, boys? We'll just get the Switch Pro stuff out of the way. Go ahead and get it done with. That's fine. So, yep, here we are again. Unfortunately. Aw, oh, shit, here we go again. Um, Switch Pro reports have come out uh, via Bloomberg. Uh, talking about how there are 11 different developers ranging from large to small that have recently uh, recently received 4K developer kits and working on 4K Switch games. They even name-dropped um, one of the studios. can't remember the name. Uh, it wasn't like a super top-tier, do- you know, top-dog studio, but it was a smaller one that I have heard of before. But the fact that they actually name-dropped them, I was like, that's ah, kind of a dick move to name-drop that one particular studio, but whatever. Um, so... When it comes to this report, you know, then you get a lot more sources coming out, right? You know, a lot more sources like, oh, yeah, we've heard this too. We've heard this too. I mean, everyone's been on this Switch Pro thing for for fucking literally since the Switch released, essentially. And it's like every couple months, fucking Switch Pro stuff comes out. Uh, But the thing is, it's kind of interesting about this. There are two things that are kind of interesting. Number one, Nintendo immediately denies this. Like, uh, I mean, they've done, they've kind of done this a couple times before, but... It's, uh, it's got to be pretty big for them immediately to get their PR account and post like a couple hours after the initial report, them denying that this is a thing. That's, that's kind of a big deal because they have not done that up to this point when it comes to the Switch Pro stuff. And number two, uh, there was some recent patents that were filed from Nintendo that did talk about like upscaling and stuff. And there were some other things that they referenced that sounds very similar to like an Xbox Quick Resume, for example. Um, so when it comes to this situation, I mean, I'm look, this, my, my stance on this is I'm, I'm all in on this. I, I mean, it, it's let's be realistic. I don't think it's like a, a revisioned Switch. You know, it's not going to be, you know, part of this Switch. I mean, it's literally just their new console. I mean, I, I mean, is, is that not just how, how you guys look at this? That It's just their new console. That's all it is. I mean, the Switch is like, what, five years old now, right? So, I mean, naturally, they're going to be working on the new console as it is. Um, 
I mean, that, that's all this is in, in my mind. I mean, everyone's still freaking out. It's just like, oh, we're going to finally get our new Switch, you know, potentially next year to play Breath of the Wild 2, Pokemon Legends that comes out in January, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And I will say for this report, it was said that tw- at the end of 2022 would be the absolute earliest this would come out. And it was actually supposed to come out this year. But due to NVIDIA chip shortages... That's why it got delayed, which if that is the case, let's be honest, that is fair because we know that's the that's the problem with the PS5 right now, not being on the shelves. But when it comes to all these reports, like, I mean, are, what, are you boys kind of like bought into this? Because I mean, like I said, nope. I, I mean, look, look I'm bought into because like I said, this is just their new console. Well, it's it not makes- a new it's not a it's not like a, a PS4 Pro or an Xbox one um, X. It's not like that. Like this is just their new console. That's all this is. Well, it, if it is their new console, it's no wonder they absolutely don't want to talk about it and are kind of shutting it down because all they care about right now is promoting the OLED switch. Exactly. They're trying to get everyone or they're, they're trying to just basically pump sales on it because otherwise what's the point of making it? If people, if people are looking forward to a new console, whether it be their new one or an upgraded switch, then there's not a whole lot of point in getting a new Switch right now that has just a, a better screen on it. Yeah. yeah, and that's sort of more my thoughts of where, why, because you mentioned how Nintendo's never gotten on to these things so early before, because they do have something come out that they need to at least sell Bingo. for a bit of time. So regardless if it's true or not, I could care less. Um, I think it's a smart move on... Nintendo's part to try and, I mean, do what they need to for the company. Sort of a dick move, but also a Robin Hood move by Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah. They're asshats for trying to screw over Nintendo in terms of sales and marketing and whatnot. But they're sort of Robin Hooding, just like, don't buy it, you peasants. There's more to come. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. And, you know, it's also when uh, when we, and you know, obviously we get these reports all the time, but when the reports were, like, really, like, popping off end of last year, I remember an interview with Doug Bowser where he was asked about it, and he's just like, we have no plans um, for a new Switch next year. We're just focusing on the Switch for this holiday season, and, you know, the Mario Switch coming out in beginning of next year, that's all we're focused on. Well, I mean, naturally, he's going to fucking say that. I mean, they're trying to get their sales, right? You don't want people to hold off on something. So, no, that's the right way to put it. I don't know. When it comes to this, dude, I, I just wish we would kind of move on from the idea of it being like a mid-gen refresh, like the PS4 Pro, like I mentioned. Yeah. This is just their new console. That's literally all this is. And I would expect it to be, you know, backwards compatible, so they'll play normal Switch games as well as, you know, whatever Switch, just Switch Pro games. So, you know, the conversation point we've had in the past where it's like, if this comes out, will it have its own exclusive games? Yes, it will. Because this is just their new console. This well, is I, not a refresh. I mean, I wouldn't get too hype about it because, for all we know, this could be the second coming of a Wii U. I know, and that, that's why you know, and you're right. And that's why we, you know, we as a community need to tone down the hype because we 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 could get the Wii U. You know, just like we went from a very successful Wii to the Wii U. So you're right. You know, you're 100 percent right on right. that. Even Nintendo learns slowly. They know not to do that again. I okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, we can hope they learn. Well, they had doesn't the, mean shit's not going to happen. They, again. they took the Wii U, and the idea of it is solid, and that's why we have the Switch now, right? Because it's a, it's overall it's very similar, but way better. The Switch was, the, I mean, the Switch just works as it is. The, right. w, the Wii U is 
kind of bulky. Didn't play games very Is good. Is that why it. we got our cardboard keyboards? No, that's because Nintendo can convince people to buy anything. <laughs> that's fucking true. Hey, do you want to buy cardboard for like a hundred dollars? Yeah, fucking sure. Labo. That was the weirdest shit ever, dude. It really was. It really was, man. Spending like eighty to a hundred dollars for cardboard. <laughs> hey, but with that, it opens the door for the Virtual Boy to come to Nintendo Switch Online. Let's get it. <laughs> what? Yeah, because the Labo's got the visor that you put on. It had a visor? Yeah, it's got like a headset part it that you can build. Everything. Yeah, it had everything, yes. But no, there's like a headset part that you can build and put on. There's like actually like almost looks like 3D glasses that you can kind of attach to it. Yeah, so Virtual Boy for Nintendo Switch Online confirmed. Let's get it. Uh, all right, let's move over from there. Uh, where do you guys, where, where do you boys want to go to? What do you guys, you want to you talk about uh, John's uh, new adventure that he's been putting off for a very long time? <laughs> no, John, it was actually very funny because we were talking about that. I think it was like Thursday. And we were talking about it a couple days ago. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking. Me and Alex were talking about it Thursday, right before we were recording Animan. And we, in the middle of recording Animan, I just see you post on Discord, and I see your download. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, because yeah, I, I put on the uh, in our items for script channel. I put you know Marvel's Avengers added to Game Pass. I was like, time for John to download. He responds to that yeah, with it, just the picture of him downloading. As, it. as soon as I got home that night, I I had started the download of it, and then went away and like started to. Uh, making dinner so I came back clipped the screenshot of it at like 30 percent or something i was like you thought it was a joke motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> so how's avengers been for you yeah I, you know I, are you glad that you waited this long i are almost you enjoying bought it, it a week ago because it was on sale so for funny. 20 bucks that would have been rough that would have been so funny Th- they almost fucking got me <laughs> <laughs> they almost bamboozled you it went on sale on i i noticed it on steam because it, but it went on sale on every console that it appears on basically. Yeah, it was on sale on everything last week, yeah. For like 20 bucks, and I had, I think I had said previously, I was like, if it ever comes down to 20, I'll buy it. Because I'd seen it at like 30, and I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've, I've started playing it. It's, I will say, because I'm playing mouse and keyboard, and I don't know, controls feel a little jank, but overall gameplay is actually pretty fun. <laughs> See, that, that's what <laughs> actually, I said. It's actually pretty fun so far. I'm enjoying it. Well, I think the big thing for most people was that the combat wasn't fun. It was just there was not much content all, oh, in it. It was mostly just yeah. re and re, uh, repeat and rinse. Yeah, I I can see where that's coming from. Like I'm still at the at like reassembling the Avengers phase. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even, I don't even have everyone yet. Uh, but I can see where that idea comes from. Because even in the little bit I've done so far, it's a lot of similar things that you're doing every mission kind of in a different location. Yeah. Because uh, it's kind of like go through, it, start going through facility or run through big open field to facility, fight enemies along the way. Boss kind of jumps down, run through a collapsing building and then fight the big boss. Know what that sounds like, John? You remember that Marvel MMO we played a while long I time? I fucking love that game. I mean, it's a fun game. It I was fucking love fun. that game. That ga- I'm so, so it, like, if I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that that game comes back. Or oh, did the servers go down? Oh yeah, it's been down for years. Oh fuck. F. That's yeah, no, I played the shit out of that game. It, uh, what was it? I cannot remember the name of. the I game I can't remember right the now. name of it either. But all I remember is you. Collected Marvel characters through a gotcha system, play as them, and just 
went through beating up tons of enemies on a map. Oh yeah, it was just, it was essentially like the end game of that was there was like some dungeons or like some raids and stuff. Yeah. But it was mostly go on a big open map, run around a town, fight fight villains from Marvel and that. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was just a giant beat 'em up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no Marvel's Avengers. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I'm glad I downloaded it. I don't know how long I'll end up playing it, but for the time being, I'm enjoying myself, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing for a little while longer. I mean, it at least supposedly gets less repetitive once you get to Black Panther and Wakanda. Yeah, it was. It took me a minute to figure out how to actually launch like the campaign stuff because when you load into it, there's like an operations and then a I don't remember what the other thing is called, but one of them is like the post game content, mm-hmm. and then the operations is all the single player stuff. But there's like it's like five or six different ones that you can go through. The first, like the first one is obviously like the main story of some of yeah. the Avengers and that, and then it from there it looks like then it's the okay, well this one's all about getting Kate Bishop. This one's all about getting. Uh, said next character and you kind of go through in the arcs that they release characters in. Gotcha. Kind of like doing their story to recruit them and get everything done. Anything about Spidey? <laughs> Probably not. I'm on I'm on Game Pass. Oh yeah, true. True. Yeah, it's uh, that is still set to come out this year but for PlayStation only. Also, was that game Marvel Heroes? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, cuz it came out in 2013. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, that I, I just found it. that was the name. Um, now playing now, you know your your you know thoughts on the game with this. Let me ask you because this is how I felt when I first played it at launch. Did you feel like the first like couple of hours like playing as you know uh, Miss Marvel was like really fantastic? Kind of gave you a different sense of hope for the game, and then you get the game that you got because that's how I felt when I first played. Now, granted, I played it at launch, so we didn't know what the game was necessarily. Uh, to that extent, but like the first couple hours really kind of gave me a different indication of where, where the game was going to potentially go. Uh, I don't know. I've, I will say playing as Miss Marvel, it's it's interesting that like I I don't really know who Miss Marvel is, don't have any context about her, but I find it interesting that I pr- much prefer playing her over, say, the Hulk. Because mm-hmm. typically you would assume, okay, Hulk, he's going to, He's fun to play in just about anything he shows up in. True. It'll be a blast. No, it's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's, there's nothing fun about it so far playing Hulk because I find it interesting that I'm like, I'm the Hulk, and I'm getting my ass kicked by a couple of wimpy-ass robots. Hulk Me- is probably my least favorite to play. Mean- meanwhile, I'm playing fucking stretchy arms over here, beating the <laughs> shit out of everything. <laughs> Yeah, Hulk oh, yeah. was probably my least favorite. Um, Black Widow's a lot of fun. Whenever you get to her, I mean, you got to play her a little bit in that you know the opening cinematic, whatever. But yeah, the, the opening section where it just says you rotate through all yeah. the heroes and that is, <laughs> it's, it's kind of jarring because you go like it's like bam, 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 jumping through them and it it's constantly pausing you to like trying to teach you what their uh, like heroic abilities and that do at the same time that it's. Like it's pausing throughout the combat to teach you the combat, which kind of standard for a lot of yeah. these type of games. But the fact that it was doing it for every hero, and it's like you're jumping between like five or six of them, and then you turn out to only have one at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like <laughs> then I'm playing one that has nothing to do with anything that I just did. Yep. 
But I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, it's the game is very cinematic. Yeah, and like so far, it's fun to play. It is interesting. I will say it's interesting because I can like playing Miss Marvel in some of these open environments where there's like limbs and everything going on. Now you're just jumping and swinging around like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's fun to play, dude. Everything about her is really fun to play. But yeah, so far early on in the game, I'm enjoying it. It's it's more fun than I expected to have going into it. Right, that's how kind of how how I felt going back to it uh, like two months ago. To finally, I was like, ah, well, I guess I'll finally beat this damn campaign, which I still didn't do. I'm literally like on the last mission, <laughs> still didn't beat it. <laughs> I mean, I hope it'll be a better release for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah. my Marvel game I'm looking forward to at the moment would be Midnight Suns. Yeah, come out in February. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that that one that one does look pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, Avengers to me, it's fun for a good few hours, and then once you, you kind of hit that point, and you just have like you were like what like what you said, Zach, about content where you're just refreshing the same contents. Like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of done with this game. I am kind of curious your thoughts on uh, on uh, whenever you find Captain America. I'm kind of your kind of curious on your thoughts on that because it's fucking stupid in my opinion. <laughs> You can't find Captain America. Captain America dead. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's dead. <laughs> uh, he, he's D-E-D dead. Uh, you guys want to talk about uh, Pokemon Unite? We've got a couple things going on over there. Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Uh, we did just get uh, Mamoswine to come out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know, Alex, you were saying you probably not the character for you. Unfortunately. You you weren't feeling him as much. Um. I, on the other hand, have been having a fucking blast with him. Uh, <laughs> of course, he's a he's a defender that I do not play like a defender. I, no. I play him like an attacker. I mean, based on his kit that I read, because I haven't played him, but based on his kit, he sounds more like he's an attacker rather than a defender. Oh, yeah. No, I've... It's like I run him of... Probably not... It's in no way optimal. But I run him as a full offensive set. I was and about I'm, to say, from my understanding, when I read his set, I was just like, he seems more of like a bruiser than a tank. Yeah, I'm uh, playing the playing last night. Alex can probably attest to this. I'm I'm walking around as a as a little baby Swinob, like <laughs> like fighting three people at once, just going, these motherfuckers aren't ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> he was being very very aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm having a blast with him. I he's he's very clearly not like I would say a, a top tier character, but he's a very fun character for me. He it just kind of enables me to be able to just jump in and scrap with people. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because we just did get Mammoth one. You're adjusting that, and people are adjusting that. Then now we're getting Sylveon this week. Yeah, I know. That was quick. That was very, very quick. I mean, I'm very curious about uh, their thoughts on character releases because they've been sol- all over the place. Nothing's been consistent. Well, yeah. I was, I'm actually surprised we're, we didn't get Sylveon at the same time as Mamoswine because I, I thought they had said previously that when the, with the mobile release, we were supposed to get both of them. I thought that was something that was said it was stated that both were going to be released at that time, but it never said, it never clarified that they were going to be at the same release. Yeah, so it's like I was, I was hoping both of them were going to drop because I don't know, dropping one and then like a week later dropping another. It's like, come on, man, just drop them both at the same time. 
Because then, then you you don't have everybody fighting for one character. Because then you got everybody fighting for one, and they're gonna be fighting <laughs> for two. It's like just split it up a little bit. Yeah, but now nah, I'm Sylveon looks like it'll be fun. Yeah, Sylveon does look like it's gonna be fun. I'm still waiting on my uh, announcement for my fat squirrel. Still waiting on that one. I mean, I'm curious who they're gonna announce that's actually fully in works at this point. Because I mean, we have the data mining, but Mammoth Swine came out was the big surprise of that they yeah, he was being yeah. made and that he was so fleshed out already. Which, from what I'm getting from John, is he's just a big, fluffy, friggin' pain in the ass. Yep. For people. Uh, interesting note. Uh, in the game right now, I don't know if you noticed this when we were playing, Alex. Uh, there's a questionnaire to fill out. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, did, yeah, yeah, I saw there, that. There's a questionnaire to fill out that has a section in it of, that's uh, that you can fill out that just says, uh, for future Pokemon releases, who would you like to see as playable characters? Unknown. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. No. It's alt is literally just the entire alphabet. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love that. But yeah, it, it would be interesting to see if they if they take any of that feedback into account because I mean I don't know if if they would just like have the information there and just kind of look for top responses or anything or if they're just looking at it going okay people don't seem excited about what we're working on but it's about 50 50 I could see it as both that of people not expecting or looking wanting to see characters they may already have in development or using that sort of a gauge of uh, Pokemon people would like to see and sort of seeing the outlier of people would really like to see Dunsmers. sort of in the middle <laughs> than ones that only a handful of people because based on how they've been picking Pokemon I don't it's see like pulling a pulling something out of a hat yeah yeah it, yeah, it does feel like that it, it's like let's get them their gen 1 starters out there and then everything else we're just gonna Throw a dart at a board and see what we hit. Hey, well, I'm glad they hit the fat squirrel. That's the only thing I'm happy about. I'm glad that got hit. Yeah, I'm cu- I'm curious because I I wonder if it's if their style of creating is more of like starting starting with like base base ideal sets mm-hmm. yeah. at, that they can just kind of take a template and mold it from there. Because if that's the case, then having a a a bunch of people submit like okay, it seems like the vast majority want like one of these we could mold our template to that and try yeah. to work on that. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they actually come out with. No, well, apparently Thievel and Nick is gonna come. I know how much you love those Pokemon, John. It's dumb. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna give us more like more like a, the the fox or dog variety, get us something interesting like a Houndoom or a Luxray or something. <laughs> oh dude, sure I'd love a Luxray. And you know, one thing that is also interesting about this is that we've still, like, even through data mining, we still have, like, no new speedsters or all-arounders yep. that, that is currently in the data mining. So that, that is that is something that's also pretty interesting. It's like, what's the, like, what's the next all-arounder we're going to get? What's the next speedster we're going to get? I mean, I can only hope they eventually do another fighting-type Pokemon. Same. Same. I'd love that. I don't know who I'd want, but that'd be cool. Oh, give me Hariyama. Har- Hariyama. Yeah, give me Hariyama. That'd be, hit, that'd be fun. Hitmontop. That's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Hitmontop. Yeah, Hitmontop <laughs> would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Just spinning around like an asshole. I'm all about spin to win, baby. I love my blast toys. Uh, give me give me spin to win. Get him enough move speed and he just jumps on his head. Starts <laughs> yes. spinning down the lane. Yes, yes, dude. That sounds legit. 
the final little talking piece that we have here for Pokemon Unite is that with the Mammoth Swan release, they did release a new like legendary skin for Ninetales, but this thing is forty damn dollars to buy. Now, my experience with MOBAs is very limited. All right, a little bit of League Heroes of the Storm that was you know um, not really built as a MOBA, but it, it it is at the end of the day. But my so my experience is very limited. I've never seen a skin that high. Like it, like am I am I am in the right line of thinking? Thinking that's absolutely outrageous, right? I mean, League does it. They have the ultimate skins, but well, see, Diaz it, told me at most that's twenty five bucks. Yeah, it, it, they're they're not even thirty dollars yeah. for that, and it's like. I mean, it, when you count like buying the right points for it, and that you might end, it's like you'll probably have to spend thirty dollars for it at the end of the day. Yeah. But like I told Alex about it, at least with those skins, you get visual changes. A lot of times, you get new voice lines. Yeah, yeah. and see, that's yeah. where I was going with it. Is you get all that stuff for ideally a bit less versus what we get with Nine Tails is we get a couple visual things. You get a fancy cover art. That's about it. It's animated yeah. cover art. <laughs> yeah, you, you get like an animated cover art, and like you got like a fancy coat on or something like that. It's like I don't, I don't quite understand how they can, how they can justify it. It's like if it's for the animated art, it's like okay, well, I see that for thirty seconds in the loading screen. Exactly. What correct? What <laughs> else am I gonna get? Where's my, where's my cool like changing of my effects or like ability effects in game? Or something like that, but I don't know. That it's outrageous. See, I see it's that mobile mentality because mobile. There's a couple mobile games out there that get away with that crap. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's sort of bad. And usually, once people see it, people usually warn about it and whatnot. But people will still buy it because it's on a character they really like. You know, it's funny. Um, I agree with you. People will buy it, but in the uh, good few hours that John and I played, we didn't see it one time. I, I did think that was kind of I, I thought that was kind of interesting, honestly, that we didn't see it once. Did we even see a Nine Tails? No, no, we didn't even see a Nine Tails last night. It's like they're they're picking like okay, let's throw let's pick the skin that or let's pick the character that's not getting a whole lot of representation right now and give them the expensive skin. Yeah, it's like you're not makes doing sense. It, yeah, you're not <laughs> doing it on your new on your new characters. You're not doing it on like your super. Like your busted characters or anything like that. Let's or do your it. mascot. Yeah, let's let's do it on uh let's do it on the pretty white like Alola Ninetales here. See, this was definitely probably a bad move. Maybe they'll adjust it later on in the lines. Because at first I was okay with these sort of extra um I guess advanced or legendary skins because right. they were either in the gotcha or you got it at the end of the battle pass for actually playing for a long time or paying to get it um so i mean i was initially okay with it but then the low and nine tails came out and for that price point yeah most people are in agreement of yeah that's too much yeah that that's that's pushing it pretty hard it, it, pretty hardcore in my opinion because i think even they also released the like the suit venusaur and that's yeah. that's one that i want that's like what 20 bucks to buy that which that's more in in range of what we're kind of used to yeah you know across the board so yeah well, as soon as i saw that 2400 2500 gems whatever i'm just like are you shitting me it's like how much is that it's 40 dollars. what the hell i mean that's <laughs> it's only worth it for someone who just started and they're getting their bonus gems yeah that's true that's true that'd probably be a easy way to get it there for sure for sure um, 
you guys, uh, I guess we can just hit the uh, IGN thing real quick, and then we can talk about <laughs> exclusive and gaming. <laughs> yeah, <it's> fucking John. <laughs> this bracket was a fucking joke, dude. This bracket is a fucking joke. Yeah, that bracket was really weird. And I gotta say, like, I don't know how long this bracket's been going on because I just seemed it just now seemed to have popped in my timeline when we're literally at the finals. Yeah, that's. So that, I have no idea how long it's been going. Uh, that's on. That's why I'm saying it's a joke. I heard nothing about it, and I just started looking at it. A few days ago, yeah, and I'm, I'm like, how the who ma- who seeded this bracket? <laughs> That's so true, dude. The seeds are fucked across the board, but it came down to God of War 2018 and GTA 5, which I would have been fucking pissed <laughs> <laughs> if GTA GTA 5 got enough. It's a, it, it's across what three generations? Yes, of three games generations, already? three it, fucking generations. It, it's got enough. <laughs> Now I agree with you. Now while I am I am very upsetty with the spaghetti that it came down to these two to begin with, I'm with you. I would have been very livid if GTA was the one to win it over God of War. How would you have felt if it was J- GTA Five and Skyrim? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if they were, I thought they were on. Were they not on the same side of the bracket? I have no idea. I didn't pay attention. You, but can't, you can't stack the bracket that hard. That hard, <laughs> man. <laughs> the bracket is so fucked. I'm gonna see if I can pull up the bracket, dude. But no, I mean, as far as as far as God of War 2018 winning, I wouldn't call it the greatest game of all time. But of what was on the list, I would say that it it ranks up there very highly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I skimmed through the list, and a lot of it was sort of just like, why is this here? A lot of it just seems to be like games that were popular, or like games that are staples yeah. of the time they came out in. Yeah. Not necessarily the greatest games of all time because i noticed several of them were like multiplayer focused like that's timefall 2 was on there titan yeah cod was on there i will say one of i the battle the battle of uh it's respawn right yeah yeah the battle of respawn was on there and happened it was titanfall 2 2. titanfall 2 against apex yep and titanfall 2 came out on top yep that was in the second round i've got it pulled up right now uh, see if I can find uh, Skyrim if it was on that same side or not. I think it was. I think it. I think it lost out to maybe Witcher. No, it was not on the GTA side. Yeah, it, it would have been like bottom of the bracket. Uh, I think. But yeah, it's, there, it's like there were. I, th- I think there were two different GTA games on there. Yeah, there was. But yeah, no, I was uh, I was looking at it the the other night uh, when Alex sent it to me, and I was like, <laughs> I was I was just losing my shit at it. Yeah, very curious how they chose the bracket because it very much does seem like it's just a bunch of popular games for different uh, time frames. Is this really all it seemed versus actual thought of what could be considered game of the year? They could have even gone back and fucking gone several years of fucking nominees for game of the year. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, that could have been done, but it was interesting because I think Alex pointed out uh, they had Red Dead Redemption and not Red Dead Redemption 2 on there. Salty yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, he, All right, so I've looked at this list literally uh, four times now. Okay, I found it finally. Jesus Christ, I can't read, I guess. Uh, Skyrim went up against Ocarina of Time and beat Ocarina of Time. Ooh. 
Yep. That's a fucking slap in the dick for cell defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It beat Ocarina of Time, and then going over to the second round, uh, it you know the the one across from it was uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag going up against uh, Civ. Black Flag won that, so it was Skyrim versus Black Flag, which Skyrim won, and then Skyrim lost to God of War. So it, it took the it took a fucking titan to take out <laughs> yeah. to take out Skyrim. Yes, yes, bingo, bingo. The fact and also the Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare was on here. I thought that yeah. was kind of funny. That beat out Goldeneye 007. I could see that. I, that I think is that shows kind of the probably the difference of an age of people playing it. Yeah, yeah. because a lot of people are gonna be more familiar with Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare over over GoldenEye, even though GoldenEye is what made a lot of people want to continue playing first-person shooters. Yeah. Because I could definitely see Modern Warfare beating out GoldenEye, unfortunately. Also, I want to point out that not only did two GTA games make it, two, G- two GTA games made it to the fucking Final Four. I just noticed that. San Andreas went up against God of War. What? Come on, man. <laughs> so what you're saying is God of War is the only thing that can take you out of GTA. <laughs> I guess. That's, that sounds about right. So what it means is we need to get God of War released on everything. Yes, bingo, bingo. Like, here is San Andreas's path. Like, it beat, uh, first it beat uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Then it, yeah. beat, then it beat Red Dead Redemption. Oof. Then it beat Fallout New Vegas. Oof. Then it beat Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And then it went up against God of War. Dang. Who voted for these, first off? Because I never saw this thing ever pop up. <laughs> Apparently a bunch of COD fans. Because of guess. New Vegas and freaking... Um... This had to be like... It had to be like a Twitter poll or something. It had to be. Oh, it most definitely was. And then, like, let's look at GTA 4's path to, to the finals. It, it started off in round one beating Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Then it beat Halo 2. Big rip on that one. Last of Us. It beat Last of Us. All right. That's, you know, I'm not a big Last of Us fan, but that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, then it beat Batman Arkham City. And then it beat Breath, Breath of the fucking Wild. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. I was about to say, you seem to take a hit there on the Batman. <laughs> I mean, Arkham City was very well received. It didn't even received a Game of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang. Dude, this list is fucking whack, though, with, the, with some of the stuff on there. And, you know, I, I point this out, and, John, I, I, I understand your answer, but it does baffle me that Halo 2 is on there over Halo 3. Because, like, I get it. Halo 2 had, like, this incredible multiplayer that a lot of people hold, you know, in high nostalgia fashion to kind of help pave the way. But now if we look back in hindsight, I, w- I would actually really fight and die on a hill that I think Halo 3, not only because of the time I put into it, but looking back on it, I think Halo Halo 3 is a lot more notable than Halo 2 in terms of the overall multiplayer and just the experience of the game. Uh, yeah. I would personally choose Halo 2 over Halo 3. I, and I, I mean, can understand yeah, that. And I, th- I think he's in the majority yeah. here. Yeah, well, I, my big thing with it is Halo 2 sort of set that foundation because... Halo 1 to Halo 2 was actually a very big jump in sort of visual mechanics, things right, like right. that, versus Halo 3, which was a jump in visuals and then story progression and everything in multiplayer. It more or less was the continuation of what the foundation that was already built, where 2 was that foundation that people t- got attached to. Yeah, and Halo 3, the multiplayer it was fantastic. Yes. But I think part of it is people's, people put so much time into the Halo 2 multiplayer but during the Halo 3 time, it got almost cut short of what it 
probably could have been in a sense because Modern Warfare 2 came out. Yeah. And then like half of the Halo population jumped ship when that game came out. That's true. That's true. Uh, Zach, I did see one that would make you happy, I think. Uh, Bioshock beat Overwatch in the first round. Shout out to that. <laughs> I mean, that does make me happy, Shout but out. that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I like Bioshock, but I'm very surprised the Overwatch fans didn't pull that one through. You, yeah, you want to be more surprised? The percentages is uh, Bioshock won 65% to 35%. <laughs> like, this, dude, this bracket's whack, I was, I was <laughs> searching out the highest discrepancy on that bracket. I think, I think it was like a 90-10. Yeah, because it's uh, I I think it's just God of War. God of War in the first round beat StarCraft ninety to ten. <laughs> yeah, and then Dang, it's like other okay. than, other yeah. than that, there were I think there were a couple like eighty five to eighties in there. Yeah, 80, eighty five fifteen Witcher Witcher three beat Diablo two. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, here uh, Red Dead Redemption seventy nine to twenty one beat Borderlands two in the first round. I can, I can kind of see where people are coming from on that, but at the same time, that's just that's just a disrespect. To Borderlands. I mean, that, that is disrespectful. Yeah. Borderlands Two is by far one of the biggest uh, looter shooters out there. Right, right. I think the most disrespect that I personally felt is how much Mass Effect Two lost. Mass Effect Two lost to Halo Two, sixty-nine to thirty-one. Hey, it's the better space game. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate to agree with this guy, but it is the best. Okay, well, you fuck off, too. Uh, like, I'm willing to listen to his opinion because he's actually really played both. I, you haven't. I played half of Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, Mass Effect. We're talking about Mass Effect 2. Fuck off. I mister. got the general idea. Fuck off, mister. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, yeah, this bracket was a fucking... This thing's a shit show. I mean, it makes me curious how IGN spread it. I mean, none of us... I don't think any of us follow IGN, so obviously we... I do. Oh, do you? I, yeah, I never saw this thing fucking pop up. No. Oh. I just saw the dates on this thing. Though. Apparently, it started on uh, September 10th. Never fucking saw this shit. And it's also presented by Hulu. Well, fuck you, Hulu. <laughs> you got a shit list. <laughs> it also makes me curious, because I do watch some IGN videos from time to time, yeah. and I never saw it sponsored any other stuff. I, it's the thing. I, <laughs> recently, I've been looking through, because it's like they're... It's like they they do... They have a pretty good track record of having like early trailers and stuff yeah. coming yeah, out yeah. on their channel. So I check it out every now and then just be like, okay, what I missed this week and I'll go through and watch them. Never saw anything on this. They know at least not that I could see. So maybe, maybe they saw how it was shaking out and just like, let's not, let's not promote this. <laughs> let's not promote it. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. The funny thing is you look at the bracket though, and it's, it's almost like it was structured just to let God of War take that win. I, you know what? Yeah, I could see that because I, I was I was just about to comment on that. Looking at God of War's like path to the top, its only real competition getting out of the early rounds literally was Skyrim. Like it started off where it's just like you know the, it was Starcraft, so all right, easy. Yeah, and was, then it went over to it was a stomp. It it was like ninety ten, and then it just slowly got closer and closer until until the finals. Yes, like I think its second round I think was Portal two. Like, of course it's going to be <laughs> Portal 2. <laughs> Why was that there? Right? That's how I feel about a lot of stuff on this list. You know, one thing that was on the list as well that I completely forgot was a game was uh, Inside. That was on the list. Yeah, it didn't make it out of the first round. But it was on the list. It made the list. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, this list is whack. I've, I feel like they put God of War over there, and they're like, all right, let's watch this thing kind of trounce the competition. And then on this other side... Just gonna throw some weird shit in and see what makes it. 
I feel very disrespected by the lack of Sonic 06, but, you know, whatever. People just don't understand. (laughs) People just don't understand how great of a game Sonic 06 is. But um, the amount you talk about that and the amount you talk about Mass Effect, it's no wonder that people don't really take your opinion seriously. (laughs) You know, that's a good thing, though. I don't want them to take me seriously. (laughs) That means I can just say more dumb shit. Oh, all right. Let, let's hit. Let's hit our last topic here for the day, uh, which is uh, exclusives and gaming. Man, Th- this topic it caught a lot. I mean, it's it's always been a pretty hot topic, right? But uh, here recently, it's really brought up a lot of steam because of Bayonetta three. Bayonetta three, of course, being uh, Nintendo Switch only, uh, Nintendo Switch exclusive, and people were very very pissed off about this and just begging for it to come over to PlayStation. And I Xbox. see no issue here. See, I don't fucking see another. I don't see an issue either. Like I a, see no issue in exclusives. It's like I said when I was talking to you. What the fuck were people expecting? Yeah, it's I, like I don't get it. It's like this is ever since it's been talked about. It's like this is a Nintendo game. Yes, I was about to say nowhere was it ever stated that it was going to be on anything else other than Nintendo Switch. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people may be salty about it, but you got to look back. Bayonetta, the original Bayonetta, came out on. Xbox 360 and PS3, and if it wasn't for Nintendo, it would have died there. Bingo. That is what people don't get. It had had a following, but it did not have a large backing to be able to get whatever funds they needed to do a second one until Nintendo came around and be like, hey, we will give you the money, make a second game, and we got Bayonetta 2, which did just did better than Bayonetta 1, actually. On the Wii U of all Yeah, on the Wii U. And help sell actually we use <laughs> and push the series further to have the people demanding for Bayonetta 3 forever now since Bayonetta 2. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is Platinum has said on Save Times that Nintendo helped us out when we didn't have any backing. So we were completely fine with being on Nintendo. Bingo. And nobody else is backing it. If you really want to push for Bayonetta to come on other consoles... Write Nintendo. Fucking write <laughs> Nintendo or start some sh- Kickstarter shit to give money to Platinum Games. Because it costs money to be able to transfer over to stuff. And you know, one of my favorite comments, first off, because of like comments like this, the comments that we had recently where he said that, hey, we're ready to show the game whenever. We're not the one deciding it. Stuff like that. Dude, this this head got Platinum. This is one sassy motherfucker, and I like him. Because <laughs> <laughs> one comment he did say about this whole thing is just like, Hey, if you want other consoles, go write Nintendo about it. The likelihood of get this getting over to other consoles is probably about the same as getting Zelda or Mario on another console. It's possible. It probably just won't happen. As soon as I, I like, you know, I sent this initially in the Discord. I, yeah. I mentioned to you guys I had to fact check it. Did fact check it. He did say that. And when I saw <laughs> that, I'm just like, this is one sassy guy. I like this guy, man. This dude's legit because he's laying he's laying it out how it is. Like, hey, it's possible. But it's probably not going to happen because people, I guess, like, you know, just forget what you just explained. That Nintendo literally saved the IP. Now, I do want to stress, Nintendo does not fully own the IP. It it is split owned by Sega and Nintendo, starting with Bayonetta 2. That is how it is. But, again, if I mean, Sega hasn't really been in a good financial standing for a good while. They have good peaks and they have a lot of low peaks. Nintendo has been, besides the Wii U era, pretty, pretty consistently up, so... I mean, they have the money. Sega obviously doesn't care about whether their stuff releases on stuff because they release 
their IPs on Sony, Xbox, and yep. then they're hitchhiking with Nintendo, seeing as they're getting a Sega Virtual Console with Nintendo. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you know, when it comes to this, like I, now, I do understand the, I do understand the frustration for Fuck it being. Em. Yes, fuck them. But I do understand one piece of frustration with it being a Nintendo Switch exclusive is, I mean, think about what the game is. Think about what the game is on the hardware. Now, this is obviously on Nintendo's fault because they don't fucking do shit with their hardware. But this game, it's going to be, it's going to be like, it's going to be chugging like like John Switch with Breath of the Wild. It's like, it's like, I think I told you, I I saw a video of somebody reacting to the uh, the trailer of it, and it, when it gets to the section where it's like buildings falling down, and it's kind of like you're on a rail chasing after this giant beast, the the reaction was just, "Oh man, that poor Nintendo Switch." <laughs> <laughs> Which I can get why yeah, people would be that. worried about that because shit, like you said, like I've said before, my Switch can barely run Breath of the Wild. I don't know why. <laughs> That's so. It funny runs to me. everything else just fine. <laughs> It's just that game. It has it has trouble running. So it's like, I don't think I'm. Not, I mean, I'm not super interested in Bayonetta three. Same. I don't think my Switch could run it very well. Probably not. And that's why you need to buy an OLED, everybody. Well, that may be a push there for just be like, hey, if we got games coming out, just go ahead and refresh your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also why, especially, I feel like it's really become more of a, a prominent thing just this year alone. Is we that's why we've started to see more of these cloud versions for games coming out. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, like Guardians of the Galaxy coming to Switch, but it's going to be a cloud version. Dying, Dying Light, Light 2. Two, bingo. Uh, Plague Tale uh, yeah. that that is currently on a cloud version of a game, and it's because Nintendo is fully aware that their hardware is very much behind. That's also why when you see like some of these newer games release. You get like, oh, PC, Xbox, you know, PlayStation, whatever. Oh, oh but hey, uh, Switch, yeah, it'll be out in like eight months. It'll be out later. Because they have to literally basically rebuild the game and dumb the game down to fit on that hardware. I mean, that's just the fact. The hardware stinks. But in terms of the exclusive thing, what he said, fuck them. I mean, people pay for this shit for a reason. I, I, don't, I don't see the big beef with exclusives. The, I really don't. The problem is, over the years, people have gotten used to like having multiple consoles and stuff the console wars kind of died out from the last generation like the ps4 xbox one there wasn't any competition in that because the playstation was just vastly far ahead yeah yeah but now people are it's like it's almost like it's reignited a bit because there's we're in the new generation of consoles granted we can't get the new consoles (laughs) true but People are still, they feel entitled to get a game wherever they want to play it now. They've gotten used to a game comes out, they don't have to really worry about what console it's on. And now that they do, they're just going to be pissed about it. Yeah, and I think that's sort of where our mindset is because we were, we were younger and teenagers during the console war where you could only play a certain franchises on a certain console. Bingo. If you didn't have the console, you better hope a friend has that console. <laughs> um, yeah, versus the Xbox One PS4 era where just about everything was one, one or the other. Especially now since Sony's been letting up and they've been slowly letting their stuff go on Steam, Xbox, and not everything else. Right. Yeah. Back to what you said about uh, hoping your friend has it. Before I ever had a PS3, 
There were a couple games, like God of War games, that I bought and then went and played on your PS3. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, Brady was the same way, dude. He played God of War 3 at my house. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would pre-order the game and then go pick it up and then go hang out at his house and play it. <laughs> yeah, because I was the other... I was the friend who had all the consoles, so... Yeah, yeah, so was I. So was I. I feel that. Uh, I, I mean... You, I mean, that, that's a very good uh, way of looking at it as well. It's just like we had that brief stint of where the console wars did die. Because, I mean, the Xbox One was a flop in, uh, in basically from the moment, the, you know, at the word go. Okay, it was. Um, you know, the PS4 dominated that generation. The Wii U was part of that generation. We already know how that went. Now we're at a, we're at an era, you know, right now where it's like all of them are really stand their ground. Now, the, while the Switch doesn't stand its ground in hardware, it still just has good games. And that's yeah. where, yeah, that's where I mean, it holds Switch stands on ground just the fact that you can buy it in stores. Okay, that's that's true. That's, that's fucking true. Well, yeah. Well, Kind of to your point, we're coming off of that that generation where the the console war was dead to the point where the only exclusives we really were getting were from Nintendo and Sony. Yeah, yeah. It's like Microsoft was like, I don't think we can really afford to make exclusives right now. <laughs> I mean, Microsoft's taking it a different uh, section. They're doing well. We bought the studio, so. Yeah, it's ours now with like Bethesda. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, Starfield's gonna be an exclusive. Yeah, na- true, now true. they're now they're fighting back. Yeah, yeah. Xbox is like, who has exclusives now? Let's fucking go! I'm here to fight. <laughs> so I mean, it's definitely an interesting thing of seeing exclusives coming back. I mean, I don't. I guess because Bayonetta's a bigger franchise, because like I haven't heard big hype about people wanting to get like Ratchet torn apart on another console or Returnal or things like that. Yeah, yeah. But I think part of it also has to do with the fact that people have been waiting on Bayonetta 3 since 20, what was it, 2017? Yep. It's like we've known about it since then. Yeah. And it's just been when's it coming out, when's it coming out. And now that now that it's actually been announced, people have forgot, oh yeah, that's gonna that's Nintendo. Yep, that's Nintendo's domain. I don't know. I just thought I thought it was stupid, dude. Because like, yeah, I'm not kidding, guys. Like, I know, I know you guys. You know, I know you're on Twitter, at least on Twitter. I don't know how much you use. I know you're not on it all, but I'm not kidding, guys. The amount of this brutal hatred that I saw online about this baffled me, especially with just the general comments of exclusives and gaming is a terrible thing. I'm like, I mean, it's really not though. You know, competition. You know, makes everyone kind of better. You know, it's really not a bad thing. I mean, welcome <laughs> to capitalism. And bingo. I mean, that's just that's just the world we live in. <laughs> it is what it is, guys. Um, but uh, I mean, I can see some people on the issue of people who don't have the money to afford which, multiple consoles. Unfortunate, and which I can get that, yeah. but it is an unfortunate thing, and that's sort of the reason of exclusives and the whole console war was to get people to choose to spend their money on a specific console for those exclusives and not buy from their competition. I'm glad you mentioned that. Back uh, back to my sassy studio head here. Uh, one, you know, part of his comment, one thing he did say is, like, if you really want to play Bayonetta 3, simply go buy a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. That's one sassy motherfucker. I, mean, it's I, a, I like this guy. It's a marketing thing. Yeah, it is. It is. I like this guy. This guy's cool. <laughs> yeah, he just tells you how it is, man. He doesn't give a fuck. I mean, the Platinum Games guy, he gives no fucks. Yeah, he, clearly. He's like, we're with Nintendo. Fuck the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck off, dude. We're going to do our thing. Oh Jesus! Uh, just as a little side point, because you you pointed me out as not being a Twitter user. <laughs> uh, when I when I put the uh, or sent you the 
Sylvia on release date earlier. Uh-huh. I was I was gonna try to send you the tweet that had like the video attached with it. Ooh. Couldn't figure it out. <laughs> no idea how to do it. Oh man, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get you caught up sooner or later. Uh, sooner or later, we'll, we'll get you on Twitter. I don't know about that one. We'll get you. I on mean, Twitter. that's a topic for Spark Park. <laughs> I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> that, that could be a topic for Spark Park. Yeah, shout out to Spark Park coming soon. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we'll get you on there just like we'll get Zach to finally change his handle eventually. <laughs> no. No. It's part of his branding now. Yeah, just anime Zach. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, that, that was everything that we had on the slate today. Uh, boys, you got anything else that you guys want to talk about? You know, Zach, I know you recently picked up a bunch of games. Do you want to talk about any of them this episode? Do you want to hold off on it? I mean, I'll hold off. Um, okay. What, what all did you purchase? Because you said you bought, like, what, three games, like 50 bucks? Yeah. Um, I mean, I bought, like, <laughs> well, for a second, I was like, is he going to keep going or just no, like, yeah, 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 just go, yeah, back to Alex. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, I bought, I bought just a easy going simulation game of team fight, uh, manager, um, one that came out just the other day, um, rogue Lords or no, oh, wait, that doesn't sound right. I can't even remember what the game is now. It's on my head. I'll look it up. Okay. And then uh, Road uh, 68, I believe is what it's called, Mm -hmm. which that's a more or less a choose your adventure. You're a hitchhiker that more or less it's a choose your adventure of what paths you take on your hitchhiking trail and how it can end great or very terribly. It's procedurally generated. And honestly, because it was mostly story based, I didn't expect the file to be as large as it was. Okay. Uh, It was freaking like... 19 gigs. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. It was like 18, 19 gigs. It, I looked and I went, why are you this big? <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that yeah. shit. That's large. Just jump in. It, it was Rogue Lords. Oh, there you go. Okay. So Nailed I was it. right. Rogue Nailed Lords. It. And that's been fun. Then actually, I bought four games. I also bought Desperados 3. Yeah, I've just seen the activity feed of you. Just It's like every day. It's like, oh, <laughs> two new games. <laughs> and it's all been under 50 bucks. <laughs> hey, hey, that's good deals right there. What have you been playing the most out of all of them? Uh, the team fight manager, which I said, it's just an easygoing, you're a manager for an esports team in a multi-online battle arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about that Thursday, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I mentioned it. No. And uh, more or less, you just get a team, make sure they have mastery of characters, and just match them up. It's very easy, simple. It's more or less a auto chess game. Yeah, my favorite thing is I saw you playing that, so I was like, oh, let me go check this out. Looked at the Steam page, I was like, okay, seems to have decent reviews. Let me go check some of them out. Man, there was one negative review on that. I know exactly which one you're talking about. You're talking the guy who wrote, like, a fucking essay? Yes, I know exactly, (laughs) because I did the same thing before buying it as I went through it, and then I read through it and went, that guy just doesn't like these type of games. (laughs) I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, there's there's always... one of those guys who buys a game knowing they're not gonna like it, so they can, so they can be the guy with the big long negative review. Yeah, I mean overall, I've had no issue with it. It's been entertaining for me. I like auto battler games. So, okay, and uh, with um, with what you have coming up, uh, you mentioned before the show that Back for Blood you'll get it early because you have the deluxe edition. What day do you get it? I should get access to it either Friday or Saturday. Oh, okay. All right, cool, cool. So, I mean, ho- hopefully if you get access to it on the 8th on Friday, you'll get to chat about it on um, Lighthearted Gamers uh, next week. I don't know, because we have plans for Friday, so... Oh, shit. <laughs> John's like, damn it, I remember. 
Yeah, so we'll see how our, each of our I mean, Fridays that's go. Yeah, yeah same, because I have Metroid Dread. <laughs> Were we going to get here, John? Are you just not going to be here? Uh, depends on if someone texts me. <laughs> I mean, I was going to text you. I mean, you know, let's kick this show off with a bang, man. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you because I got dread that day, too. So we'll see how it goes. But hopefully you'll To go- be specific, he means Metroid Okay, dread. at this – you, you are the only person on the face of this planet right now that would not know that it just means Metroid I, Dread. I want to know if anyone who watches or listens to it, please comment or at one of us on Twitter. Let us know when you hear Dread what you think. Because John, for some reason, when he hears Dread, he thought Judge Dread. It, it, <laughs> it's been on my mind lately, okay? And it tells me something that whenever he, before the podcast went – told us he finally realized what dread meant and was, i immediately knew he wasn't thinking of metroid dread he was thinking of judge dread it was like the fifth time he had said dread too it was it wasn't it took a while yeah like i was talking about it with john last night while we were playing in Unite, and he didn't even bother to ask me. that's because i was confused and I, didn't, I was like he must know something i don't <laughs> it's like it's like some game or tv show or something he's looking forward to jesus christ Okay, well, you guys have anything else you want to chat about? You ready to get out of here? I mean, I don't think I got anything after the whole dread issue. I got, I got nothing else, man. I'm ready to roll. Oh, man, I'm just, you ask me to show up, this is what you get. <laughs> hey, that's what we want, especially for Spark Park. So, John, will you please show up on Friday and not go play Back for Blood? Uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I get home and he's on Back for Blood... I might not be here. That's fair. I, I kind of expect that. <laughs> it's just, it's just going to be Alex sitting over here going, All right, guys, uh, welcome to Spark Park. Hey, it, Squirtle. <laughs> a, a message is going to go out. Is anybody showing up? <laughs> Do I just have to talk to this stuffed animal by myself for the next, like, 30 minutes or so? I mean, get your dogs in here. That'll be good. I mean, it could be. <laughs> you never know. Now, Lucario will just try to look out this window the whole time like a spaz, and they'll probably knock shit over and be assholes. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. All right. If you will, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever the, your platform allows. If you're watching this YouTube, and be nice and hit that subscribe. And if you really like what's going on, you can then hit the notification bell for any new videos, especially with those two new shows we're apparently working on that Bingo. may show up at some point in time. They'll be here. And that's at YouTube.com slash Sparky3. You got anything? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just... Thanks for having me back. I'll be. I'm gonna be back. I'll be back for a couple more of these shows. For something. Uh, just a couple more. So he, the way he said it is that he'll only be on for like literally two more episodes ever, and he's done. Well, then, yeah. Then you, you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta renew his contract, and oh, he's gonna okay. fight for it. After now, he's been tested on the cast. Oh, hey, okay. man, you, you've got other shows, man. I got options now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Hey, we got a lot of options here at Sparky Three. All right, we're building. We're growing. We're getting there. But if you made it all the way to the end, thank you so much. You're an absolute legend. Do everything that Zach said and more. Hopefully you guys have an absolutely incredible day. We have a hell of a month of October for games coming out. and looking forward to talking about all these. Uh, until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye.